Peter cannot be the head of the church. Apart from the doctrinal absurdity that there is any head other than Jesus, the claim relies on a single cherry-picked verse. Even the one verse is contradicted by the verse following it. Peter was a man that denied knowing Christ three times and rejected the purpose for which Christ came. But for Catholics Christ remains on the cross, his work unfinished. Peter does not strike the reader as rock-like. He is erratic and emotional and unstable. Could the rock of salvation think the thoughts of Satan? And this after being given an insight from God himself? But first things first. Read what Jesus says to Peter. Matt. 16.13-20 When Jesus came into the coasts of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I the Son of Man am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some, Elias, and others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then charged he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. Admittedly, the verse by itself is difficult to interpret. But common sense ought to prevail. Peter is Peter, he is not God. Peter is mortal. Jesus even tells him that it is God who revealed this truth to him, for mankind cannot comprehend it on his own. Were Peter given the keys to heaven, how is he, a mortal man who dies, supposed to stand guard at the gates of heaven? Only Jesus holds the keys to heaven. It is Jesus who holds the book of life. Joe. 14.6 I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Revelation 20 verse 12 And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. Revelation 3 verse 5 He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father, and before his angels. Revelation 20 verse 15 And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Revelation 21 verse 27 And there shall in no wise enter into it anything that defileth, neither whatsoever worketh abomination, or mocketh a lie, but they which are written in the Lamb's book of life. When Jesus begins the claim he makes in John 14, stating, I am he echoes Exodus 3 verse 14. God said, I am who I am, tell them that I am has sent me, Moses, to you, Egyptians. This is the first of seven self-descriptions of Jesus introduced by I am declaring his oneness with the Father. In Mark 9 Jesus addresses a similar issue. Mark 9 verses 33-35 And he came to Capernaum, and being in the house he asked them, What was it that ye disputed among yourselves, by the way? But they held their peace, 
for by the way they had disputed among themselves who should be the greatest. And he sat down, and called the twelve, and saith unto them, If any man desire to be first, the same shall be last of all, and servant of all. Earthly authority is not godly. No Christian ought to be confused as to whom the rock is, as spoken of in Scripture. Matt. 7.22-25 Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils? And in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you, depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Therefore whosoever heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. There is no doubting the rock is Christ, no one thinks the rock spoken of time and time again in Scripture is Peter. Only in one isolated verse is the interpretation made that Peter is the rock upon which Christ's church is built. Rom 10:4 And did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. 1 Peter 2 verses 6-8 Wherefore also it is contained in the Scripture, Behold, I lay in Sean a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same as made the head of the corner, and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Jesus never wavers in his mission. Every utterance of his lips and every action in his life led him to his end and the fulfillment of his mission. On the other hand Peter vacillates and he remains uncertain in his faith up to the end of the life of Jesus. Matt. 16,21-23 From that time forth began Jesus to shew unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord, this shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan, thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God but those that be of men. Peter prefers and perhaps desires the things of men. Jesus in fact declares that Peter desires the honor and glory of men more than he desires the will of God be fulfilled. As instructive as these verses are, there is a more telling passage. It begins with Jesus giving his disciples a method of dealing with transgressors. The first couple of passages refer to dealing with moral issues in the church. But these passages go on to demonstrate that the power to bind and loosen is given to the church, not to a person. Matt. 18,15-17 Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against thee, go and tell him his fault between thee and him alone, if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. But if he will not hear thee, then take with thee one or two more, that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he shall neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church, but if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee as an heathen man and a publican. The man who does not listen to the church is as an unbeliever. Any congress of Christians can be convened to hear cases and judge one of their members. 
This Congress may cast out the unrepentant sinner, effectively denying him salvation. It is faith that saves us, but we cannot have faith in Christ divorced from Christian fellowship and faith in his people. Even the man on the cross was saved by the head of the church. But without the presence of Christ, how is one to come to Christ but through the church? Romans 2 verses 12 to 16, For all who have sinned without the law will also perish without the law, and all who have sinned under the law will be judged by the law, for it is not the hearers of the law who are just before God, but the doers of the law will be justified. For when Gentiles who do not have the law do instinctively the things of the law, these, not having the law, are a law to themselves, in that they show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience bearing witness and their thoughts alternately accusing or else defending them, on the day when, according to my gospel, God will judge the secrets of men through Christ Jesus. The above passage does not reveal salvation through the authority of the Pope but the Church itself. It is the Church that is the representative of Christ on earth. Some who have not heard the gospel lie by the truth of the gospel, for the truth is revealed to all and is written on our hearts. It is the church as the life of a believer that saves us because it is this that demonstrates our faith is Christ and in the truth of Christ as the word of God. God revelation is universal. Jesus has revealed himself to every person on earth, giving to each and all the definite knowledge that God exists. General revelation tells us something about what God is like. Romans 1 verses 19 to 20 Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Faith without works is dead. How do we have a faith that saves us if we are not doing the work of the one who saved us, and if this saves us what role does the church play? Surely, it is not up to the church to decide the works that save? If faith without works is dead, how does membership in the Catholic Church save anyone? Matthew 7 verse 21 Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father. In Matthew Jesus is talking to his disciples who are worried about who will have authority after Jesus is gone. Not only does he tell them to be as little children he says anyone who offends the church is to be cut off. It is better to lose anything on earth than salvation. Matthew 18 1-5 At that time the disciples came to Jesus, saying, Who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Then Jesus called a little child to him, set him in the midst of them, and said, Assuredly, I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. To be saved is to be childlike in faith. But he also tells them that those who abuse the faith of the innocent believer will take the sin upon their head. Assuming authority over believers is a dangerous occupation as was true even for prophets who could be killed for wrong guidance. But the most significant passage is in Matthew 18. Jesus continues to teach his disciples saying, Matt 18 18-20 Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever ye shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever ye shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. 
Again, I say unto you, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them. It is the church that decides questions of faith. But not everyone will hear the words spoken by Jesus. Joe. 12-39-40 Therefore they could not believe, because that assay is said again, He hath blinded their eyes, and hardened their heart, that they should not see with their eyes, nor understand with their heart, and be converted, and I should heal them. The church is not Peter nor is Peter the church. The church is the believer that obeys Jesus and performs works of faith, that builds the church. The very idea of the church as the representative of Christ on earth and works of faith as acts that build up the church, which is synonymous with building up the life of the believer, points to the church itself as the body that binds on earth. It is as a member of the church as the body of Christ that binds us and assures us of our home in heaven.